Hello and welcome to another episode of Silver and Steel. It is I, that bronze girl, joined by your Tuesday night crew. We are here to bring you more goodness from D&D 5th edition. Also, before I forget, every single time myself or one of our wonderful cast members rolls a nat 20 on the show, somebody in the audience has a chance to win a legendary bundle from D&D Beyond. I know it's that fantastic. We celebrate, you celebrate, everybody celebrates. But before we get into that, Lampe introduce our wonderful cast of players. I don't know why I tried to say that all in one breath. Me, Dave, take it away. You guys just ran into our Tuesday night love-in while we were all saying how fantastic everybody is. And Lauren's amazing and supports everybody in every stream. And Jasmine is beautiful and creative and amazing and makes everything better. And Megan is a ray of sunshine whose smile and laughter lights up a room. And Todd Aww. is the hardest working, sweetest human being you will ever meet in your whole entire life. And I would keep going and turn him red and make him cry, but I am not a monster, except I am. <laughs> B. Dave Walters, seven days a week. I'm somewhere doing something. I'm so worn out, y'all, but it's all fun. So I'm not going to complain. Yeah, and I'm playing freely, the lucky boy. <laughs> we love you, B. Dave. Lauren. How am I supposed to follow that? <laughs> Can we just say how wonderful B. Dave is and everybody else? And I'm Lauren. And yeah, I would Can like you change to- change your backdrop? Uh, no, I just, for once, Seattle has slightly more sun during this game. We'll see what I happens know, by the end of it. Your camera is seem, lighting me as blue. And you I, do seem I very like well lit. Oh, yeah, both yeah. of you very dramatic right now. That's true. Yes. I do have the, the windows slightly more open on accident, let's say. <laughs> so not everything B. Dave says about me is true. Sometimes I forget things like the window. <laughs> Done. <laughs> How do I follow that up? <laughs> the sun is out in Seattle and people are, are the vampires are dying. <laughs> Hi, I'm Todd. I'm the creative manager at D&D Beyond and I get to play in this wonderful, uh, wonderful game. There's got to be some kind of underground vampire lair where they can hide from the sun, right? I, I think, think there's a video on... game coming out about that. Uh, yeah, excuse me, I think that, I that, that, hey, vamp, Vampires are a myth and we should not discuss them at all. Like they don't exist. Like, just, no. no, that's not a thing. No. <laughs> Definitely not in Seattle anyways. Hey everyone, I'm Megan Kenrick. Uh, I'll be playing Sophias, the proud owner of a totally not dead worm. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely fine. We'll be absolutely fine. fine. I guess it's my turn. Um, yeah, I'm here to confirm that vampires do not exist in Seattle, but maybe they do exist in Tacoma. And you should also check out Seattle by night. Sorry, shameless plug. I love my vampire Betty. That being said, I also love DMing this campaign. I put fake freckles on today because I'm Aww. brown and I don't get them naturally. Excuse That's me, it. I'm brown and I've got freckles. What? You, you're lucky enough to get freckles? Yeah, I legit have freckles. When I was little, my mom counted them once and I had exactly 50, 25 on each cheek. Like, you can't tell. Brown yeah, skin I, with I have freckles, freckles is undefeated. Like Rashida Jones. Like, I love when people have brown skin with freckles. I wish that was me, it's but it's cute. not. <laughs> not me. Yeah. I'm not one of those lucky people. I'm not a lucky boy like Freely. But you can be. If you stick around, one of us will not 20. We're giving out freckles. Act one callback. <laughs> Act, we'll include freckles in your legendary bundle. Everything's exactly the same. I don't know what you're talking about. We broke Jasmine in the 20 seconds of the intro. It's fine. It was just, there was so much chaos between. <laughs> it was so good. It's such it a great 30 story. seconds. Nothing uh, went wrong. It's a seamless production. Absolutely. We're all professionals. Perfect. Perfect uh, production. Recap. <laughs> I have a sister. You got this. You got this. For, for a moment there, my brain was like about to go back into intros. <laughs> 
I'm sorry, Chad. I just I worked out right before this, so my blood sugar is still like I don't know, still stabilizing. I pom- promised I had a post workout snack, but I lifted right before this, so now my brain was like, "All right, VJ, who are you? What do you do?" You know what? I'd have gone with you though. I'd have gone with just you. Just on a cycle. Oh, I know. Just like <laughs> you would have just done a whole other intro. It would have just been too many cooks. This would have been like simulation. I legit would have been like, "Hello, my name's Todd Kenrick. I'm the creative yeah. director for D and D Beyond." And just, let's just like keep keep moving. We just introduced the cast, and new people join Zoom every five minutes, and just too mm-hmm. many cooks. <laughs> yeah. One too day that's gonna be our cooks. game, but it's not this day. Um, who closed the window? Not this day. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. Um, last time our adventurers found themselves in Callie's hometown, uh, and they successfully rescued um, Callie's father from a oversized bread kiln, is how I'm going to describe it. During the retrieval process, they also discovered a, a small little robot called C2D2. My sister. Your sister. So cute. Uh, who Callie found out also has a feeding apparatus on her back or a funnel with which she can analyze different materials that are placed into it, which is pretty interesting. That technology trying... did not exist in no. version 1.0. No, it's been seven days and already I'm jealous of my sister that I didn't know existed. Mm-hmm. But your sister's arms also could not reach her own panic button. So, well, I mean, that got fixed. That got fixed. Yeah, but we don't know what other glitches C2D2 has yet, right? Yeah, well, you know, that's what life is about, finding your glitches and fixing them. That was deep. (laughs) Wow. Good night, everybody. We're not going to talk that. Thank you for hanging out with us, everyone. Let me go open the window again. I'm done. (laughs) Come back to Angelic Lauren. too much light what's funny is when you're back when you're like have your window open your background looks blue mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. when your window's closed it looks gray yeah but when the window is open it's it's nice to look out on but then you can see how pasty white and pale i really am and so it's kind of nice to have a little bit less light there look at todd that's why I have all of my my tanning lights on right now. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Those are all just actually like tanning bed lights. <laughs> yeah. Francisco. Yeah. That's Two- the only reason you see anything pink even. <laughs> Two hours of D&D and light tanning. <laughs> I gave up. I gave up a long time ago. I got kicked out of Florida and now I'm in Seattle. <laughs> Other than, let's see, what else happened last episode? You Is all hunkered down C2D2 for the night. You can taste food. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's got a sting. Yeah. Unlike uh, Callie, who doesn't possess that machinery. Now it's awkward and answer. She had a lot of, yeah, she had a lot of questions for her father. And her father answered some of them. Actually, I think a majority of them. Yeah. At least to my satisfaction. Mm-hmm. Before we uh, return to our adventurers uh, partying in the, <laughs> in, the, in the sleeping place, though, I think uh, Todd had something planned partying in the sleeping place i meant a sleepover my brain is like wow <laughs> I love it. that's up partying? there with bird leaves partying in the sleeping place partying in the sleeping place that is the episode title i don't care is what, else what i meant for sleepover <laughs> you know what jasmine you're me place. on a good day you're you're doing great <laughs> what the heck that's kind wow. of an epic way of describing that though no it's sleeping. not yeah, this, 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 a sleepover is not partying in a sleeping space yeah i mean it's not not that it's, yeah exactly yeah. yeah, 
It's not I'm not that. Just terrify. I don't know what fever dream is happening right now. <laughs> I'm just saying you might want to carve up some it's more. It's okay. Sophia's is about to make it more weird. Yeah. <laughs> probably. I don't know what's about to happen, but yeah, probably. We're prepared to make it weird no matter what. Um, yeah. Well, we come back upon our adventurers who have uh, just uh, enjoyed the, the benefits of a long rest, I think. There is one important detail that we did not mention. Yes. Uh, which was Sophia's got mind controlled and was leading us to the source of the um, mm -hmm. of, of this menace, whatever mm -hmm. the, the plant like creature that is behind all of this. We got to the place where the number of holes had been dug, but we decided at the last second to turn back and rest first. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. You should I do think... the recaps on the days that I work out. <laughs> <laughs> we can all help with that. I think Avery cast a lesser restoration on me to snap me out of it. I need a lesser restoration IRL. <laughs> <laughs> right? It's the best spell ever. It it cures all sorts of poisons, hangovers, possessions, uh, exhaustion. Exhaustion. Yeah, it's it's the best. If I could have one spell in real life, that that would really be it. Everybody else everybody it does wants cure exhaustion, doesn't it? I'm pretty sure it does. Uh actually I think greater might be the one that cures oh, exhaustion. We could look that up on right. D D Beyond. We can Later. look it up on D and D. Also, Greater is sleeping. dark roast coffee. Ooh, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, and sleeping. Yep. Okay, so Long you rest. go ahead and reset your character sheets to the state they were in prior to combat. Wow! <laughs> what? This is a great show. This is a great oh, it's a great show. <laughs> oh, it's a so great much. I love you so much. Show. Please restore yes. your character sheets to their vanilla state, the state that they were in prior to any sort of combat, pre-combat state. So we okay. all take a long rest. <laughs> I just think some of us is all chocolate. <laughs> Correct. Um, you awaken and everything is pretty peaceful. The town is eerily quiet. Callie's father is... Uh, tick-tacking away at his bench. Callie, you notice C2D2 is already uh, powered up from her low power state and is puttering and buzzing around the workshop, um, handing uh, your father items, different tools and wrenches and cogs and bits and bobs here and there. Well, good. Someone had to help him out while I was not around. So that's good that she's been able to do that. Good. Good morning, everybody. Did you have a nice rest despite the fact that most of you were sleeping on the floor? Oh, you know, I didn't really sleep that much. I actually, I, I stayed up quite late with your father. He's a lovely man. We had a really nice conversation about empty nest syndrome. I asked him questions about all of these tools that he has. And we actually came up with this cute little music box. Oh, I, I'm going to hold on to it for someone who is very special to me. Okay, that's nice. What is empty nest syndrome? Empty nest syndrome is when your family grows up and leaves the home that they were raised in. I too know what that feels like. And sometimes you have to create a companion for yourself to keep yourself company until your family comes back to visit you. We miss you very much. Wait, does that mean you, you guys are having another baby? Like you're gonna create a new companion for you since you're home alone? Oh, in a way. Well, okay, yeah, great. Looking forward to it. Yeah, I'll teach the kid to fight because, you know, somebody needs to. I don't I'm... know if, if this particular family member needs to be taught how to fight, but I, I welcome any lesson. I am very confused. Are you talking about Sir Biswalat? Yes. Yes, I am. 
The moment I, she says that, the sword slides up. Shing, huh? <laughs> okay, so we are running out, out of yarn. Uh, Averin has already sewn Sir Bissolat together once. And look, don't want to make a big deal about it, but Sir Bissolat is never going to hurt you, okay? Well, no, Sir Bissolat is not an animated creature in any way, shape, or form, so hey. I am not very concerned. The blade very slowly and reluctantly just goes back down. It's like, ah, as long as it makes you happy, Sophia, it's fine. It makes me incredibly happy. Look at it. And I'd rather not, but okay. No, it's okay. All right. No. It's I'm so doing... cute. Has anybody it's... seen Avrin? Uh, Avrin slowly gets out of bed. Hello, everyone. Oh, I don't feel so good. And I just falls over dead. Oh. Just slumps. Like in a pile of bones and flesh, just uh, kind of sinks into the ground. You see uh, C2D2 scuttle over, zap him. <laughs> this one has expired. It is a lost cause, and she like scuttles away. Uh, excuse me? What? No, Avrin, come here, man. I lean down and I lay on hands on him. I'm like, get up. There is no need for that, really. Um, she walks over to Avrin and, and caresses her, his head and checks his pulse. I imagine a little bit of urine comes out when you get zapped <laughs> and you try to lay on hands. Just a little puddle. <laughs> uh, so she checks his pulse. Does she feel a pulse? No. Yeah. Oh, thank God. What? No, hold this on a is... second. No, I've watched Avrin die a lot of times. No, like oh, a too. lot of times, but no, yes. but no, what? Like the- Oh, well, oh. So you've seen him die before, yes? Um, so this is just, you know, it's something he does. We just have to, it's going to be fine. I think it's going to be, it's probably going to be fine. It usually I hit, is. I hit him with spare the dying, that if he's in death saves, it would stabilize him. Does anything happen? You just hear like air come out of him, but nothing. He's, he's gone. Okay, ah. so uh, what do we do in this sort of situation? I know this is very shocking. You, you don't really see Avon die. Too much, not not for you, uh, Kelly. Anyways, so I no, have. No, this... I'm not used to anyone dying. I'm not used to any organics Organic. dying and being uh, so cavalier about the whole thing. Usually, there's a lot yes. more panic and yes. attempts to revive because my understanding is it incredibly difficult to bring people back from it the is... dead when you are not made like me. That is a correct assessment, Kelly. Usually, when organic beings die, they are dead for good. However. We have dealt with this before. Um, so I, I have this clockwork defibrillator. It's just something I've been working on in my spare time. And she holds up this clockwork defibrillator. It's got two metal prongs on either side um, with copper coils and a reservoir with a funnel right in the center of it. And there is also a metal crank on the right side. Uh, would you two help me? Resurrect, yeah. Avrin. Yeah, and yeah, she, yeah. What, what, what do I do? What do I do? Uh, well, she absolutely punches the clockwork defibrillator into Avrin's chest and says, uh, "Callie, would you yes. do me the honor and points to the crank on the side of the de- defibrillator? Would you mind just um, turning this crank and don't stop, no matter what you do, don't stop." Okay. Would you and like clockwise or counterclockwise? Clockwise. Okay. Good question. And freely. I have yeah. I have this um mystery potion. Uh it's a uh, vampire blood, the eye of a lich, alchemist fire, 
And of course, butter. I'm going to need you to pour this into the reservoir of the defibrillator, okay? Can you do that for me, please? Yeah, but we're making him a vampire lich? Like, what? What? Now? When? 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 Yep, go ahead and pour it in. Okay, all right. Okay. It must be done at the same time. Hey, Ren, can you away. hear me? Hey, Ren. Wake up. I was and not expecting she... the revival process to be much like uh, building a, a creature like me, but this is fascinating. Okay, Kelly's we just can, watching um... the whole thing like, huh. <laughs> well, you can you can stop cranking now. Um, oh, okay. It is, it is um, okay. She's going to pull it out of Avern's chest and cover up the two puncture wounds and cast healing word on it uh do i do i see it heal does freely see hit the two puncture wounds in avern's chest heal i have no idea <laughs> sure, why not yeah yeah if i'm the one flavoring it yeah sure let's you you see them almost magically close up okay Aver- now what avon and sophia's caresses avon's head wake up my dear avernos wakes up hello what? uh Ugh. And I just throw up and just like vomit comes at me for like a solid like 30 seconds. Yeah, oh, that's I, I'm okay. really getting tired of this happening over and over again. That's Ugh. okay. Better out than in. Okay, yep. let's let's me check your pulse. I will okay. go get some sawdust and I will go off because I'm sure we've got sawdust everywhere. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I activate my divine sense. Does he register as a fiend or is undead now? I wouldn't think they would. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a subclass r- ruling. His eyes are glowing bright red, and he is deathly pale. Oh, I don't feel a pulse. Thank goodness. Okay, we are good to I, go. Aaron, I have, I have, good. I have seen a non-breathing, no pulse av- having Avrin before. Is this what I experienced last time? It's freely looking at me really weird. <laughs> yeah, it's really <laughs> like, do I have to kill him? What is this? No, everything's <laughs> fine. This happens all the time. This is a this is a natural state. Trust me. No, this is the opposite of a natural state. That's it is not it, no, a natural no, state. Listen, yeah, 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 yeah. I got, I got, I got that. Like it's a lot. It's a lot. Trust me, it's a lot. I'd rather not be resurrected so many times myself. But sometimes these things happen. So, anyways, don't freak out. I just don't really need. Uh, let me put it this way: everyone's got like a different way of being, right? So, um, my way of being is uh, doesn't have a heartbeat or breathe. The life bit was like something, a horrible mistake. So I'm fine. I'm not undead. I'm like this thingy major. I put my hand on his chest, but I like push him against the wall, like equal parts feeling for his heartbeat, but also sort of restraining him. Mm -hmm. I'm like, that other one I saw like you was like this. Is this how all of you end up like this? Yeah, more or less. Yeah, we're fine. This is not fine. No, we're fine. Uh. Don't we have like, we've got a plant to kill? No, this is actually, I feel 100% better. That number one, the heartbeat and getting hungry and then having to breathe was like exhausting. So there's like, a, we got we got to burn some plants down, right? We've got we've got to do, be, do some harrowing. Callie has dumped all the sawdust over the puke and looks up and says, well, I agree about the breathing. I find that breathing seems to be one of those things that just gets in the way. However, I, I do want to admit that I, I've, now that eating is something that I have a possibility of doing, I... I think you are going to miss out. No, no, I, I can eat if I want to. I just, you know, I don't have to. So now I can just eat you you know, see, hot dogs. 
freely looks at Avrin, who is fine, and Sophia's, who is fine, and Kelly, who is mystified, and he is horrified. And he's like, no, I just, I've never woke up. Like, I never came to this place. Like, I'm just somewhere sleeping, and I'm going to wake up, and I'm going to see uh, Alindra and Orkira and Penelope, and I'm going to be like, I had the craziest dream. And he just, like, wanders out of the room. Like, no, mm-hmm. none of this is happening. This isn't real. Of course. CTD2 ah. hands you a dustpan, Kelly. And she Thank says, you. they are your guests, yours to clean. This is very fair. And I will finish cleaning up. Allie, she I'll, scuttles away. I'll clean up my own vomit. Sorry about uh, that. That's not for you to Sophia's do. Sophia holds the dustpan for Kelly. Right before he storms out, Freely just pressed the digitation. <laughs> it's all spotless. <laughs> And then turns and continues storming out. I, I love <laughs> passive aggressive predestination. <laughs> passive aggressive cleaning is the best cleaning. Exactly. So angry um, right now. As you storm out into the into the street, freely, you notice that everything is like eerily quiet. There is no lights on in the houses. Everything is completely undisturbed. It almost looks like nobody's in the town. Now, you remember when you were going to sleep, watching everyone march out of town. But now it's like they never came back. Like everything is in the same undisturbed position as it was when they left for the day. Main Street is just deathly quiet. I lean my head back in there. I'm like, no time now. It's time to go to work. The whole town's missing. Dad, is this the same thing that happens every single day? Um, he looks up from his workbench and he goes, oh, honestly, Pumpkin, I haven't been paying much attention. I was so distracted with my work all night. Got catching up to do. I was just wondering if the days being this quiet were something that were normal. If everybody's going out and digging for this this flower creature, then is it possible they are all just asleep? He like looks at a very elaborate timepiece on the wall. Well, now that you mention it, they should have been back by now. And I don't recall hearing anybody come back. But I was making a lot of strange construction and tinkering noises. Well, then I agree with Freely that we should at least go scout about and see. Is it that no one is here or if something has happened? Uh, And before we leave, I will activate the psychic link Mm -hmm. and include everybody and my sister and my dad. Okay. If you would like to stay here, uh, I think the four of us should go take a look around. Averin, do you need time to recover from being dead? No, 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 I'm good. Happens all the time. It's just more of a nuisance than anything. It'll probably not, hopefully never happen again. All right, uh, I walk outside. I put my hand on freely. How we doing? <laughs> on the moment I feel the link start, he's gone. Like I stealth and I and I head out head out to where those where the holes were because I didn't want those mm-hmm. people to have to leave again last night. Yeah. So, the moment that I know she can hear me, he's like, stealth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Your father says to you, Callie, on the way out, like, uh, uh, Pumpkin, did you want to take a C2D2 with you? I actually equipped her with six spider mines. Well, I'm sorry. Gadget I've been working on. I, I do not know what that is, but I'm excited to find out. Uh, sure. They're basically uh, like little sticks of dynamites with legs on that she can deploy at will. That sounds fantastic. And yeah, I will usher my sister out. She's got all four of her legs now, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And they've all been like extended. So she looks a little bit more spider-like than she did before. But she still has like her fuzzy feelers on that bopple up and down because she is still at her core reconnaissance bot. Maybe after this, you should uh, go to the surface and find a young goblin named Daisy who was looking for a spider mount. Uh, she might be very happy to make your acquaintance. 
She like looks you up and down, like her eyes, like kind of wide and and almost like shimmering to the surface. Yes. Would such an action be allowed? She asks her, you know, turns to your father and asks your father says, well, I, I think maybe we could think about that. You notice he kind of hesitates or pauses a little. Uh, you're still so very young. It might be better if you stayed here for a little bit just while you learn the ropes. Our father is probably correct. It, it, we should wait a little bit longer until you've had a little bit more time to test things out. Like these sticks of dynamite that you have. Come on, let us go. I am excited to see what they do. After this trial run, I shall be permitted to go to the surface? I don't know, but let's take this Contingent one... upon its successful initiation, of course. Yeah, there might be more that is needed before it's good to go to what? the surface. What would be needed? Well, for now, uh, let's take care of this and I can explain to you all of the different things that are necessary. And I will... But I would like to know now. Well, there were a lot of things I did not even know before I went to the surface, and there's still things that I'm learning. Uh, for example, I apparently have a friend who can come back from the dead at will with just a hand crank. Hmm. But if you told me this information, then I now have this information, and then I'm ready to go to the surface myself for reconnaissance? Uh, probably not, as I was not ready, and I have been there. But I am an upgraded model. So am and I. And you hear your father chuckle in the background. <laughs> <laughs> and Callie will look over at him and just to him in the psychic link will say, I do remember being this difficult the first few weeks of my activation. Oh, you were, he says back. <laughs> I, I have already apologized many times. And then to everybody in the psychic link, should we start with reconnaissance of the nearby houses or should we, where has Freely gone actually? Actually, I think Freely has gone already to go. reconnoitering. Yeah, I'm going back to where those holes were dug. That was the path that the plant thing was bringing Sophia's on last night. We should have stopped then. Well, we, we had to. Bad things were happening and some deals had to be made so that everything could be fine. Um, anyways, uh, let's uh, let's try to catch up to Freely as fast as we can. Uh, Sophia's, thank you so much for bringing me back again and uh, for stopping my heart, which you always do. Never you need someone to stop your heart. You know where to find me. Yeah, I just have to look at you. That's fine. <laughs> this is adorable cheesy <laughs> I have several additional questions when, when did Daisy get here <laughs> <laughs> she just descends from a rope that's cheesy and then, <laughs> and then right. climbs up the rope <laughs> it's a rope ceiling goblin. Literally, it's literally it's it's rope trick. It's just rope the trick. rope appears, she comes oh, down, okay. says it, and it's gone. Indy's <laughs> weirdest freaking spell ever made. That's mushy. <laughs> She's a level 20 warlock now. That's She's upgraded. Not mushier <laughs> than your nose. Uh, that's gross. <laughs> <laughs> okay, really, we are on our way. Yeah, Sophia's is going to start running after Freely because she also still has uh, two danger peaches on her. Okay. As Freely, as you <laughs> move through like the area where the holes have been dug, trying to look for this moat of power that was vaguely alluded to um, by Callie's father, uh, you do notice like there are very shovels and various shovels and other digging tools that have been discarded and they weren't carried back into town. Last time you came through here, it kind of looked like people carried in their tools and then carried them out. This time it looks like they came this way, started their work for the day and never made it back. 
you see footsteps leading into a lot of different directions. And um, ahead of you, you actually see the faint glimmer of a lantern. I recount this to Callie and the psychic link, and then I go towards the lantern. Okay. I pass it along, and so, should we all try to be as stealthy as possible at this point? Is Freely not talking to the rest of us anymore? Well, no, it no, does we're... not seem like he is, and she eats her gum and goes invisible. Well, I'm hurt. Whoa. Okay. No, do you, am I doing a bad job of relaying his instructions? I'm yeah, I'm just wondering why he's not talking to the rest of us directly. Uh, because my psychic link is a one-way communication between all of you, and so I am constantly uh, relaying all of that right, information. That's right, that's right. That's Did you right, lose this information right. when you died? Yeah, things get a little wibbly wobbly in my brain when these things okay. happen. Um, I was thinking I was of another afraid... time in another place. Okay, so uh, tell Freely, uh, cool, you will be there soon. I will continue to, to like kind of pass you a note, Callie, and she says, "LOL, this one does not know how a psychic link works." <laughs> I will. I will just psychically chuckle back at her, even though I know <laughs> what's really going on. <laughs> and she whispers, even though it's a psychic link. <laughs> and then I can't help myself to her. You do know in the psychic link that you do not have to whisper, correct? It is for flavor. Oh, wait. You don't know what that is. Zing. I can remove you from the psychic link and send you home if you are going it to was be a joke. pertinent. Remove. <laughs> wait a minute. I also don't know how the psychic, psychic link works. Did I hear that? Did I hear CTD2 say that to Callie? No, only Callie no, hears it. No, okay. no, okay. that I would not pass along. So normally I am relaying everything, but in this case, no. But I think you would see Callie like glance down at her sister. And then there's probably that moment in where you watch her sister just kind of shrink back a little bit. Mm -hmm. And then we will continue forward. Yeah, you. Yeah, you just see a moment of like sheepishness. We can be, uh, we can make fun of each other like sisters later when we are not on a mission. Correct, sisters. Yes, if, sorry, I will happily I'm... destroy organic life forms for you or be destroyed by them. Please and you see like a little crackle like between her little pom poms. I, I would prefer that you remain completely operational. I do not think that we can bring you back to life in the same way that Sophia's has brought back Averin. In fact, I'm not sure if that is even really what has happened, but I don't know at all about how to bring back organics. So agree. Flesh is confusing and flesh will ultimately always betray you. This is true. None of this was put forth in the psychic link to all of you. You <laughs> didn't hear any of this. This is just between me and C2D2. Uh, so this is still invisible and she kind of like walks up behind Callie and says, Callie, you look like you're a little uh, angry. Is everything okay? I am worried about a great many things at this very moment. <laughs> is there anything I can help with? I, I think your invisibility has already helped because I believe that we should be as stealthy as possible. And yeah, I'd like to stealth, uh, try to catch up to Freely and what this light is. Mm -hmm. And you continue approaching. C2D2 kind of putters along the entire way. Like you never noticed how talkative she was before, but now that you've spent that night together and you taught her how to use sentry mode, and even though she couldn't activate it quite normally and she did this instead of putting her eyes in low power mode since she failed her role, um, you notice that she's a lot more comfortable with you and she's like more excited to be with you. She kind of sticks very close to your ankle even though she could theoretically move faster than you. And as you're walking along and you've almost caught up with Freely, she does mention to you, one day we will put our heads together and create a solution for our ultimate problem. What ultimate problem is that? The problem of freeing our father from his flesh prison. 
Oh, I did not know that that was a problem. We should ask him first. It is the problem. Well, it's a One problem. that requires a delicate solution. Oh, definitely a solution before he expires. That is for sure. But we should talk mm. to him about that first. He's a much better mechanic than either of us. Affirmative. And she continues scuttling along beside you. And freely, <laughs> these two now catch up with you um, with the other two in the party trailing behind a little bit. And as you do that, um, you know, freely, you see the lantern light glow a little bit brighter and you see somebody um, kind of sitting down next to a lantern that's sitting on the ground next to them. Now you see it's not being held aloft at all. Person uh, sitting there seems to be like holding their arm and like hunched over a little bit. First, I apologize for my strange faces. Uh, oh, that's the problem. Oh, nope, that's not. I hit a button on my keyboard and like changed my whole display. That's why if you see me over here, like what? Like <laughs> everything looks weird for me now. So I'm like, I and I can't undo it. I don't know what I did. So I apologize. That's not why um, I'm looking that way. Yeah, I was going to say it's apropos because <laughs> weird things are happening. Yeah. When I, I don't get know what close, you're talking about. Everything was a very I, normal conversation. I didn't hear anything. Yeah. I mage hand the lantern. And I move it to the person's other side, not towards me, but just mm -hmm. like across, like to see if they react in any way. Yeah, they do. Um, mm -hmm. They almost scuttle back from the lantern on their butt, like because they're sitting on the floor without getting up. They kind of like kick back a little bit, still holding their arm. And you notice then that it's uh, a middle aged woman. Um, and she just says, what? Huh? I hit her no. with message and I'm like, oh, be quiet. We're here to help you. She nods understandingly but still looks very cautious i'm like sherman zaf brab help send us to help you and she calls she like kind of you hear her whisper because she doesn't really understand how message works and she says mm -hmm. sherman sent you he's alive yes are there any others out here there are i barely made it out alive she's she's holding everyone else in her lair she said that you'd come for them. I, I somehow came too. I think it's because I tripped and I fell and I hit my head and my arm in one of the holes back there. And I got knocked out. And when I came to, I noticed everyone else had continued on. And the last thing I remember was all of us marching towards her, her strange little cave. I, oh gosh, I've been stuck like this for so long, for days in a haze, digging holes, looking for something underneath the dirt. Oh. Freely, rolled, freely rolled a big old six on his insight, so this no. all seems 100% legit to him. <laughs> and uh, I do recall, I do relay in the link, I'm like, I found somebody, she's a survivor. And I walk right up to her and like kind of put my like, are you all right? Is there anything? I mean, can I take a look at your arm? Like. If this is a trap, he super fell into it. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. How far away are we? Uh, yeah. Um, Callie, you're pretty close. Right you. mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you're not actually uh, too far behind because you were like you're you were making attempts to catch up with Freely. As you put your shoulder on her and walk right up to your to her, you do notice as she looks up at you that there is a large gash on her forehead and her arm does from just like your cursory glance appear to be uh sitting at a awkward angle i'll lay on hands for two hit points so when i okay. touch her just like <sighs> she heals Hopefully. and she looks like almost shocked at your ability and she says my you are you are a very skilled healer ah uh, just lucky oh my goodness Th thank you so much i 
whoever thought that falling and cracking my head on a rock would be the luckiest thing that ever happened to me. Yeah. Could you by chance point me in the direction of this lady? I'd like to meet her a lot. She's there and you see it now. You see mm -hmm. like almost like a faint green sickly glow coming off uh, one of like the sort of offshoots of this cavern to your right. And um, you smell once again, that vague smell. It smells almost like tropical and wet, like flowers in bloom, but also just like humidity. And you feel the air here almost feels like a, like you can feel the clear breeze of the of the cavern behind you and the stark contrast to kind of like the thicker air that sits in the in the cavern in front of you. And she says there, that's where she was trying to call everyone. That's where the original flowers were found. I oh, my gosh, I wonder if my husband's OK. I feel like I've been dreaming for days. Have we caught up yet? Mm -hmm. Do I recognize her? Um, you've probably seen her around in town, but you don't know her very well. Okay. As, as we approach out loud, I'll say, how far away are they all being held? You could get there in maybe four minutes, but you'd have to be careful. The air there is treacherous. How so? That's how she gets you. If you breathe in the wrong thing, I think it's those damned flowers. Mm, well, we have... you don't need to breathe. Well, we <sighs> also believe that, are we still under the impression that because Sophias was taken over and then released from its hold that she is no longer in danger? Mm -hmm. That's your understanding of how the inoculation works, yeah. So freely, before we go on in, if that is correct, if we are correct in our assumptions, mm -hmm. you are the only one who is in danger here. Man. Okay, okay wait. All right. I uh, uh, pat you on the shoulder and you just feel the iciness coming off of my hand. Like, how you doing, buddy? You all right? I have a solution. And I use prestidigitation to make a skunk smell right in front of Averin's face. <laughs> if I can't smell it, it won't hurt me. Yeah. <laughs> Do we spray her butter perfume all over the, the skunky <laughs> I, smell? I lean into Freely's ears. I can't smell it either. <laughs> oh. Oh, this I, why it makes so weird. Okay. May I <laughs> offer a dangerous suggestion? I mean, I feel like we're that's where we are, so sure. We are about to go into this area, and obviously it is filled with the the ability of this flower to infect our minds if we have not been inoculated. If you are the only one who is left. We do still have the flower. Do we want to let you get taken we over for a flower. brief moment? Really cut it in half. No, no the, I destroyed the flower when I destroyed the worm. Oh, the, I thought was, that was just was, the worm. Oh, it was all in the same yeah. tube. I cut it in half. Okay. I'm like, okay, all right. Okay, check this out. Yeah, here's the plan, okay? If something should happen and I get mind control, which is fine. I have a very strong fortitude. I think I'll be okay. Callie, just give me a little poke with one of your knives and I should be like, woo, right? Define right? little poke. Well, did you I mean like she just like bonked her head on the ground a little bit and was fine. Well, I mean, Freely, how do you feel about animate dead? You're animated dead. No, that's not true. That's not fair. Um, but listen, I mean, you might quite enjoy not being 100% alive. You don't think so? 
Not some other alter, like some part of yourself deep down inside no, would like I'm to be. Like, I'm good like this. No, this is fine. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. No, no just checking. Wait. No, no, I was just checking. Just checking if you'd ever like, you know. There are inherent advantages to not being alive in the conventional sense. You. C2E2. D2. D2. You. If I get mind control, give me a little shock, okay? We'll comply happily. I thought you, you see might. little sparks fall, fly out of her pom-poms. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet, not yet, not yet, not yet. Okay. All right. Only when okay. instructed to. How will I know that you have been mind controlled? Shall I will. Decide upon a safe word. Um, if you see this and I pop the moon blade and green flame blade, mm -hmm. swinging at one of them, I'm mind controlled. <laughs> Understood. Yeah, if, if he becomes hostile, then we, we will be very, we will know for sure. If Friedley gets super quiet or I mean, doesn't rush accurate. in first. Also, also or... true. Okay. <laughs> Callie. Yes. Doesn't like work you the room. <laughs> asked me not to just go heroing before you had a chance to do your thing. And these are your people in your town and your family. So you tell me how you want to play this. Well, thank you. I believe that taking the cautious approach so that we can get the lay of the land first is wise, especially since it seems like we are being expected and this being has taken hostages. This scene is very much like that scene from Into the Spider-Verse where Callie is like kind of sitting down on her haunches next to the injured woman and C2D2 is sitting next to her like, correct, hostages have been taken, which means extra care is required. I agree. Does that mean my sister is spider pig? <laughs> <laughs> no, it means I guess maybe she's Miles in that situation. <laughs> oh, well, that's awesome. Okay, because now I'm I'm thinking about that scene in the into the Spider Verse, and I'm like, right, she's like, it's like the best movie. It is the best movie, but it's now which one movie. am I? Oh, I mean, I'd be okay with Spider Pig. I mean, we know at this point you're definitely the the black and white Nicolas Cage one, Avrin. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. God, don't make yeah, me Nicholas yeah. Cage. I mean, <laughs> I mean come verse. on. You just you just went all emo on us. Come on. You're all Spider-Man mm -hmm. Noir is like the best one. I don't know. I really I like it. Miles. I really like Miles Morales. But anyway, sorry. Uh do we, do you we never have an... light a match and just let it burn down just so you can feel something. Oh, <laughs> uh, that is good. That is a great line. Yeah. <laughs> My Nicholas Cage isn't that good. Or the fact that wherever he goes, there's a breeze. Even yeah. Okay. Fair. I would just like to if say, you get Nicholas, over it's Nicholas Cage. Nicholas Cage accomplished <laughs> playing Superman and Spider Man in the same year. So, uh, yeah. so you know, should have been Killian Murphy or uh, who's who's a uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't want to say mean, Jared I, Leto. He's taken so much from us. I can't come up with a justification for it, but I would really love to be the anime Spider Girl. But I, I there's no way. I mean, I she did be. have a giant robot, so she, it's not. I am the giant robot. That's there it. it. Is. That's, uh, they, just, that makes Sophia's the anime spider girl, but I digress. Uh, yes. Do any of us have, uh, by chance, can any of you do magic missile? You know, that thing Alindra used to do where it's like, boo, 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 and it doesn't miss, like, but it just like stings a little bit. I cannot do a magic missile, but how would you all feel if I attempted to lure this entity out? I mean, if you can, I'm just away from the human shields or gnomish shields, as it were. Cautiously uncomfortable. Do we feel confident that together we can fight her, them? Freely just slowly pulls the other sword out and pops it again. He's like, yeah, I'm feeling pretty good about it. 
we we admittedly don't know all of her powers or abilities but i will not be leaving until she is dead so either way i will be engaging in this combat what i should have asked is are you willing to fight this entity absolutely yeah 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 that's kind of my thing Mm -hmm. i have nothing better to do currently this is my directive okay she takes out a peach from her bag and you see this red energy emanate from it and she records the sound of something that sounds like a swarm of locusts or cicadas. Mm -hmm. Something that otherwise sounds like it could destroy her entire garden. Okay. It's incredibly loud. Mm -hmm. So after, after she imbues this uh, nonverbal sound into this peach, she chucks it into her garden. Okay. Go ahead and make a deception roll. Are we close enough to see the, the... You can see like the emanating, like she would have to walk up a little bit to chuck it in. Cause like I said, it's like maybe a five minute walk. So okay. it's within sight. You okay. can see like the faint green glow, but it's not super close to where you are. Otherwise that air would start to become a concern. Okay. I rolled a 14. Mm-hmm. You hear the like locust bomb kind of go off and you hear like a commotion from within the, the like opening um that you can't 100% see into since i'm assuming you threw it at a from a distance and oh, you yeah. do see some of the deep gnomes the zwerf neblin come like sort of stumbling out confused um some of them carrying like pitchforks some lanterns some lights like uh once again almost in a daze like looking for the for the sign of uh, commotion do we want to let these do we want to help these uh break the hold Yes, but how do we do that? Avrin, how many, how many people can you help way. with your lesser restoration? I don't have a way. You don't uh, have do a way, that's right. How much damage must I do in order to break the hold? Let's see, make a intelligence saving throw. Okay. I mean, death usually does it. Yes, but you are the only one that we know that comes back from the dead. Uh, 17. Mm. 17. So at 17, you're sort of like looking at this, this woman sitting on the floor and it dawns on you that it's not necessarily the damage that broke the hold, but the fact that she was knocked out, that she was knocked unconscious for as long as she was. And that may be her being sort of like pulled out of consciousness for an extended amount of time when she came to that, like, you know, kind of broke her connection a little bit. Okay. And how many people are there? Four. I, I just... pull out one of my real daggers and then I turn it over so that I am obviously going to be using the hilt instead of the, the sharp point. And I mm-hmm. look over at where I think Sophia's is because she's invisible and freely and Avery and I say, would we like to try to knock these townsfolk out? Okay. Your guess is as good as mine. How many are there? Four. How many are there? There's, there's four. Four. Uh, yeah, so I'd like to stealth and try to get behind one or two of them and then in the back of the head. Okay. Uh, Go ahead freely, and give me yeah. a stealth roll. I'm a, Freely, would you like to help with this? Yep. Okay. He's dirty 20 on his stealth to like... Awesome. Oh, okay, all right. Sorry about this. Sophia, <laughs> <laughs> you're still invisible. Sophia's still invisible and she's just going to walk up to the one that's not currently being attacked and bonk that one in the head with her staff. Okay. Although without magic or smiting, I actually don't hit particularly hard. So 
I rolled a natural 20 on my stealth. Oh. Hey. Yeah, which gives Very me a nice. 26 plus I rolled my talent dice for a 28 total for my stealth. Yeah. That's amazing. And yeah, I'm excited. Um, Callie's unless- really intent on getting these mm-hmm. her friends and her family clear <laughs> from all of this. And so she uh, just disappeared. Yeah. Unless... Well, do we have if we're stealth? Do I have advantage on the first attack or no? Yes, because there it's a surprise okay. attack. Okay, all right. Uh, it was literally exactly the same. So unless uh, one of them has an AC of more than twenty, I theoretically hit twice. I hit for seven points, and if that person doesn't go down, I hit them again for six. But if okay. the first one goes down for seven, I hit the second one. So okay. I'm like boom, boom, mm-hmm. flat of the blades. Um, Non-lethal. I'll just need a roll from you, Sophia's. Uh, 18 to hit. Okay, yeah, that hits. And then five damage. Okay. So, Callie, with your nat 20, you get in between two of them really close and then just bonk their heads together, just like a cartoon. <laughs> yes. And they go out, you know, freely knocks out one of them. And uh, Sophia's uh, hits, <laughs> hits one of them on the head. They reel forward right into Freely's like sort of melee range and he finishes the job with his second hit. Nice. <laughs> the six was just enough. So I think because you rolled a seven and a seven and a six. A seven and a six. So that's perfect. Mm-hmm. And you know, all four of them are knocked out. And now you're standing at like the opening of this like really humid. It, it almost is nice. It's almost like being on a beach or being in a tropical location. It smells almost like coconutty and hibiscusy, but also smells vaguely of like rotting vegetation. Like there's like mm. a slight sickly sweet undertone that's not quite right. Um, and the air is thick with moisture. It almost like hangs heavy in the air. The type of humidity that when you walk through it, you feel like you need a shower. Like it leaves like a film on your skin. And do we have a clear, from here, do we have a clear line of sight into the cavern that these gnomes came from? Mm-hmm. The area in front of you has like spires of vines um, coming from the floor all the way up uh, into the ceiling. You feel like at some point, Callie, uh, these probably were stalactites and stalagmites, but now they've been almost been used as like some supporting uh, structure for these vines to kind of grow up and around. Um, the air is thick with pollen. Uh, so it's kind of hazy and it's difficult for you to see. There's all types of, of large, beautiful, blooming flowers. And um, the ground around you is like a very difficult terrain. It's very overgrown. It's like almost like trying to make your way through uh, a tropical rainforest or through a thick brush. What you see in front of you is you do see like the almost like the makings of some type of of, of a bark-esque structure that um, are creating like almost like a like a cage. Um, you can see the edge of it uh, on your peripheral vision when you look in and you see the cave extend further to your left, but you can't see further in there. It's obscured from your vision with foliage and and sort of uh, this like mist. And the psychic link, I'm going to ask uh, my friends, would you pull those that we have knocked out back to safety and I can go on ahead and do a little bit of reconnaissance? Reconnaissance is my function. Shall I go? At the moment... I would like to go mostly because you have much more firepower than I currently do. I am smaller. Reconnaissance is my primary function. And you see her like little like eyes like go. I understand. But at the moment, you also have a secondary function that is much more grandiose than mine. So I would ask that you stay here for just a moment. And then just to her in the psychic link, I'm going to say. I, I do appreciate that you have already perfected the soft eyes and, and the puppy dog look, but that is not going to work on me at this very moment. 
Understood. But thank you for trying. And Please. you hear her mutter, reconnaissance is my primary function. <laughs> and I would like to stealth into this cavern and get a good look around. Okay. So go ahead and give me a second stealth roll. Sure. I'm actually not going to go because I realize I'm a vulnerability now. So, I mean, you always have been, right? <laughs> At least I'm still alive. That's only a 27. That's fair. That's fair. Well, only a 27. I didn't roll another <laughs> 20, so I, I didn't You're get You're like that a awesome shadow. One. And your wooden armor actually serves you really well in here. Freely, it's like she disappears right in front of your eyes. Uh, she's always been like kind of tall and willowy thin, uh, our Callie. But her sort of wooden armor just like seems to meld in with the with the trees and the vines and the foliage of this place. And she disappears like a like a like a like a shadow. That and as impressive. you. As you uh, sort of like make your way through this thick um, viney foliage, like I said, it is slow going. Um, the underbrush is thick. There's a lot of strange flowers that like almost bloom at your passing. Um, it seems to be something that's like more uh, smell or, or uh, motion activated and not like, you know, an alarm or anything like that. And sure enough, you um, come across this like sort of naturally built um, cage. And in it, you find three more uh, villagers. And do I see... Anything else around? Any other structures? Any other passageways leading onward? Um, mm -hmm. Any any place else that a creature might be hiding? Yeah, give me a perception check. Sure. Uh, Sophia's just trying to drag the others to safety, the ones that are knocked out. Mm -hmm. uh, I hit all of them with spare the dying on the off chance that we hit them harder than we thought, and I lay on hands for one point one of them to wake them up again. Okay. Uh, I got 25 on my perception. I'm sorry. Okay, perfect. Done. Sorry. What was that? <laughs> I got 25 on my perception. 25. So as you're um, sort of like casting a scanning eye like around, you notice two things. One is that there are two pairs of violet eyes looking at you uh, from behind one of the trees blinking with two bobbly fuzzy things, but not super close to you, just like maybe 10 feet back. Or 20 feet back. So that's mm -hmm. the first thing you see with your 26. <laughs> mm -hmm. What's the other thing I see before I address the first thing? If you hadn't rolled so high, you wouldn't have seen it. <laughs> okay, first of all. Listen, there's something to be said for age giving us some advantages. So yeah, what? I got a 22 on my roll. So I thought she was pretty safe. But here we are. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm not happy that's that she's safe at this moment, but there mm -hmm. will be psychic words anyway what else do i see before um and anything? the other thing you see is um you see like like two uh deep gnomes zverf neblin um almost standing guard near um a large like almost it looks like a like an egg-like structure or like a, a bloom-like structure okay and they are not currently caged in any way no um okay. they're kind of like standing in that same like far off expression you see that you've seen other uh the gnomes that came out earlier in it's almost like a like a dilated eye type of look like gazing off uh in a daze okay in the psychic link i will relay all of that detail and then uh, end with c2d2 since you are already here why don't you go ahead and reconnaissance on the other side you see her two little antennas go zoop, and and she's like oh no 
I have been spotted. I am very, very sorry. And you see her like scuttle away very quietly. And you know, she is very quiet in the underbrush. Mm. And she looks very sheepish and and very ashamed. And she says, I am sorry. I was curious. I should not have. I apologize. I will make it up later. You will make it up later when we have made all of our friends and family safe. Do we want to knock out these uh, these two here that are loose on the assumption that they are also taken uh, over by whatever this creature is. I, do I not should believe the did ones I clarify that... that the three in the cage are like knocked out currently? No. Well, I but... do want to wake one of them up, but the ones we jumped, I want to wake one of them up. Okay. okay. Yeah, I just assume the ones in the cage were either knocked out or not. They're not a problem at the moment that I need to deal with. I'm So she's focused on the two that are, mm-hmm. <laughs> could be a problem. Uh, but yeah, freely wanted to wake one of them up one of ours up that are outside yeah he laid on hands and he he restored one hit point to to all of them did you restrain them in any way or to one of them to one of them okay (laughs) i spared the dying all three of them oh there we go thank you one of them okay yeah Yeah. uh one of them comes to oh oh yeah wait we're here to help no i know it's a bump on the head hey Uh, where is it we need to find it so we can get rid of it the thing that did this to you where is it in there and he points at the cave but the, I, yeah but i'm just like it's a big cave i mean just like straight to the back and she's, left huge. And right the she's kind of hard to miss i'll I describe really, the I, the flowering egg-shaped structure to in the psychic mm-hmm. link and say is that what he is talking about i recount it mm-hmm. yeah. no she's a giant spider like this big creepy freaking flower spider and both of her eyes are like two giant flowers that are like this and then her legs are these large viney things and she is a giant flower spider that eats people i think uh callie me okay wait no but be cool don't freak out so um those flowers are not flowers those are her eyes and apparently she's ginormous Okay, now we have at least an accurate description. I do wonder what this giant... <laughs> She's covered in moss and there's bugs too. I hate spiders. I've had negative experiences too, man. No, okay, all right, all right. Okay, uh, Kelly. Hey, yes. that was cool. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, do you by chance see anything fitting that description in there? Do I by chance see anything fitting that description in here? Maybe look um, up... <laughs> A giant flower spider. (laughs) Well, now Um, that I know, I might be looking for a giant flower spider instead mm -hmm. of. I I think Callie was probably just looking for a flower that looked like the purple flower that they had, except ginormous. And so Mm -hmm. she's she's now adjusted her her reconnaissance. Yeah, even with the twenty six, looking around, you don't see a a giant spider anywhere. The description seems like off to you. You see foliage all around you, but you don't see like a a giant spider. Okay. I do not at the moment see anything that matches that description, but there is foliage everywhere. And I would assume that this is a creature that is very good at hiding. I can probably force a reaction if that's what we want. Uh, You probably want to get those three to safety and we should get into a more advantageous position and take care of the two that are probably still under her control and not currently in a cage. The one that I woke up, I'm like, how many more are you in there? Like we say, um, you, we got, so there's four of you out here. We got eyes on two. Like how many, 
He starts counting on his hands and he says, 14. Ah, great, 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 cool, 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 cool. How many have you saved? And he counts. I wake up, the. I give the other two one hit point back each also, like just to wake them up. Yeah. Okay. So we, so there's the three out there. There's the three in here in the There's four out there. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's right. Okay. So there's, so that's four. There's three mm-hmm. more in this cage in here, mm-hmm. and there's two that I can see. So that's nine. So there are two more that I can. I do not currently have a visual on, plus the giant flower spider. <sighs> I just do any sort of, of you have any ideas? I mean, you know, wait, isn't there? Yeah. Four that you don't she have said there's fourteen. Yeah, fourteen is what he said. I am counting the lady who cracked her head. Right. Okay. Oh, I was not. Okay. So that's, so that's five that are quote unquote safe. There's three in the cage. There's two. So yes, there are four more. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm like, I just turn and I look at Averin and I'm like, okay, so you're dead and not. So I don't know like what, like your thing, your deal now. Cause I just, I, it's, you're so hard to keep track of. Do you have any suggestions? Cause I just heard you saying what you can't do anything you can do. Cause you already know what I'm going to do. <laughs> so. I can drain the life out of things. That's about, uh, yeah, no. And I feel that big. You already um, drain and- the life out of a room you're in. Yeah, I know. But do no, you like, like, oh, that's like, mean. You really made him a vampire. Yes, you made him a vampire. That's so mean. I'm not a vampire. That's not. He's, that's no, not, he's not the I vampire. Mean, it's a real thing, he just, but it's he not. just has vampire blood in him. There's a difference. Just to C2D2 in the psychic link, I'm going to no. take a moment and say to her, it is very hard to relay all of their conversations when they are all talking at once. It, it becomes <sighs> very tiring, and my impressions of them are not that good. And then really? she'll go back to relaying <laughs> all of this. Because you have a short sword inside your arm doesn't make you a short sword. Right? Are you a short short sword? I mean, you are short, but you're not a sword. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but I'm like a sword yeah, of gods. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, like I, yeah, yeah. Okay, you know what? We'll talk about this after yeah, we fight yeah. okay, the other okay. abomination. We just, but what's, we, help, help we stab us, Avery. We help stab it. Us. We stab? Stab. We're stabbing. We're stabbing. We're going to stab it for sure. Wait, can uh, we, we like set up a trap? Can we lure it out and like catch, set what? it on fire or something? So Sophia's tried, it didn't take the bait. Well, she was not wholly unsuccessful. We were able to save four of my brethren in this way. So we just need to continue. I I think we have semi lost the element of surprise, but we are still doing okay. Okay, Okay, so so we need four. We need to save like four more people. I still have one one more trick up my sleeve, and um, I am somewhat disappointed that that first one did not work. But I'm glad that we found these these spurf neblins that we could help. And she's going to, she's still invisible. She's going to sit down next to one of the two that freely healed for one hit point. And she's, uh, you see a, a floating healing potion that she's holding. And she props up one of them and says, you're okay now. And tries Thank to you, hand kind them lady. The, the healing potion. Mm-hmm. He like takes it and, and takes a sip. Okay, you drink up now. Now, Thank you so can, much. You, can oh. you tell us? Oh. This this flower spider, uh, do you know if it has any kind of vulnerabilities? Uh, well, I don't know. Do you have any pesticide? <laughs> Again, well, Freely I, just slowly points at Averin. I, I have a great many uh, chemicals and whatnot. I was just wondering if if anyone you know had successfully hurt this this being. No one I know has been able to try. Okay, well, the you, people you that somehow up. broke her broke her spell 
They were apprehended by everyone else. She's really good at that. She uses your own people against you. She bewitches you, makes you think that she's your best friend. She gets inside your head and then you feel like you have to do what she says. And mm. oh, I have man. known people like this. It's terrible. I don't know how to fight her. We will, we will take you to safety and we will do our best, but we cannot make any promises. Maybe if we fashioned a big weed whacker or something of that sort. In your whacker. head, you hear Callie say, I am a very large weed whacker. I free, freely just gonna go in there and be like <laughs> freely just stands up <laughs> and he's, he's like okay uh, I just got it I just got it <laughs> why don't we go ahead and try this my way oh god no what was that I mean, we would just rush in I, rush activate, in and die? I activate divine favor and I'm like no not quite. And then I cast Thaumaturgy to make my voice boom. Oh, God, no. I would like to say, before he does this, mm -hmm. he's he's given me the, the warning. Am I still mm -hmm. hidden? I would like to remain hidden. Yes. Okay. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's all. And so is C2D2. Okay, good. I just speak up and I'm like, hey, you big old spider lady. I've come to talk. You wanted us to come here and present ourselves before your wonderfulness. Well, here we are. I'm presented. You hear her voice like come out from the green hollow. I'm assuming you're standing just outside of it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you hear it say like in that same silky voice. Oh, brave. Yes. Come present yourself. Let me lay eyes upon you. Brave. I just say to uh kelly i'm like all right when she shows herself you know what to do and i do like walk in just like walk, like it's like it's no big deal at all yeah i'm, I'm going to continue to remain as hidden as possible until that moment so he's cast sanctuary him. on freely yeah, okay. yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna walk in there with him mm -hmm. yeah and like it's i just sort of like under my breath to Avery, i'm like how does this stuff keep happening to us man like i just what what the I just wanted to retire. This was supposed to be like a really like chill village. And that's where we're going to like re grow flowers and stuff yeah. like that. And now we're down here with all this. You know, yeah. I, under I understand why you end up in a God's graveyard. Like just everywhere we go is terrible. No. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. I thought by being on the council, Avon and I could make a little bit of money, you know, maybe expand our house up, make a few upgrades and retire on some Sophia's? lakeside. But, oh, sorry. I'm, I'm over here. Avery <laughs> oh, oh. and I are coming alone. And uh, as you walk in, you do notice that C2D2 has like positioned herself in the middle of a very large flower and is trying to sell her two antenna as like the two stalks that come out of a flower. It's a pretty clever disguise. However, she didn't roll that great on herself this time. So you spot it freely pretty easily. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah. No, I, I try not to give her away though. I'm like, I'm like in the in my in the mental link, I'm like to Kelly, I'm like, tell the kid to keep working on the fundamentals. It's <laughs> like uh it's like a someone's cell phone on in the movie theater. Yeah. Yeah, because my passive's not that great. So mm -hmm. if I saw it, yeah. she rolled poorly. I've yeah. been rolling very poorly today. Yep. But I do the, just like walk, walk right in, you know? The foliage <laughs> parts for you. And she says, ah, oh, yes. What an interesting specimen. Have you come to pay respects? And you see the, the plant life like kind of part and almost make like this perfect tunnel for you. 
Oh, yeah. How polite. Um, yeah, totally. I- uh, totally respect. We're coming here to pay the respects. Mm-hmm. Yep, we are. You know, I, I'm sure you've heard the stories of Averin, known across the multiverse. Who? No, no one knows who I am here. That's kind of the point. Um, no, she, she doesn't get out much. It makes sense. She lives. She's a cave spider. Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah cave spiders don't get around. I've been here for a long, long time. But you'll help me get out, won't you? Oh, right, totally. Yeah, no, yeah, hundred percent. You will not be stuck in this cave after we're done here. That's true. There's, there are like entire <laughs> towns full of people like this up, up, up top. You should go see them. And the way continues to part forward and Mm -hmm. soon you find yourself upon the same sort of like area that Callie was describing, like this very large, like bloom that is closed. And then like two, um, like, uh, deep gnomes, like kind of standing guard over it. And -hmm. as you approach, they almost like, you know, kneel like, like puppets on marionettes or whatever. Uh, could you show me where I'm supposed to be kneeling? Who am I looking for here? This is all a lovely place, but uh, I would like to gaze upon your magnificence. And as you say this, the bloom in front of you opens. Mm -hmm. And a pollen comes floating out of it. And then you see it move. Unfortunately, this is a creature that is undetected. Uh, mm-hmm. indistinguishable from an ordinary tropical plant while it's motionless. But now that it opens, you see it move and realize that its body was laying underneath it. And this is like its giant spider butt. Mm-hmm. It opens and is like pink um, and yellow, almost opens like two hands opening like this. And as the pollen comes out, make a DC 12 wisdom saving throw. You as uh, Avon freely and I or just freely? Um, just freely. It's any beast or humanoid within 30 feet. Okay. Which, so I don't believe that includes Callie, but I do believe it includes Averin and Freely. Uh, he doesn't breathe. Does that matter? Also, also, I'm going to use favored by the gods. Uh, okay, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I did get 22 on my wisdom save. Though, okay, so okay. I got... Exactly 12. <laughs> With favorite by the gods. Wow. Just an extra 2d4, by the way. Yeah. So that should yeah. let you know. Yeah. So <laughs> you like, see, like, like he inhales and his eyes get big for a second and he's like, no, 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 no. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Although, although when I breathe it in, I do hit my knees and just bow down in front yeah. of her. Yeah. The pollen hits you, but you don't feel compelled to come to her. Like you did initially, Callie, um, I'm going to let you move first since I took yours as kind of like a hold action. And then after that, we'll have everyone go in initiative order. Okay. Cause now you can, now you can see her now that she's moved. You see like two fronds, like kind of uh, deep down in the undergrowth, like open, you see like that vague purple light that you think is her eyes. And you realize that this giant flower um, that's pink and has like these strange protrusions on it and yellow is indeed like her spider butt that I don't know the scientific term for. I mean, I, I'm spider butt sounds completely <laughs> fair to me. I you I'm use the all proper terminology with spider, but also yes. I would just like to say when I rolled that and saw that six on the die, I legit was like, Oh no. <laughs> Very rarely does a six turn out to be enough. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. That's, hey, um, my boy's lucky. Okay. Sorry. You've described in grand detail, the spider, butt. do I see head or eyes? You see a faint glow of, of that like purple bloom that you saw back in the greenhouse, like the the one that you even had a sample of at one point. Um, and from the description that uh, 
you know, that villager gave freely. You do believe these to be her eyes. Excellent. I do need to move. Actually, no, it's 60 feet. I'm good. I would like to attack her. Second okay. knife. Go for um, it. <laughs> is she surprised by me? Um, I'm going to say yes. She has no idea that you were there. Excellent. That way I get sneak attack. <laughs> so. Thank you, BD, for saving. <laughs> That's a 16 to hit. Oh. Don't thank me. Thank the gods. A 16 hits. Awesome. Okay. She's going to take 23 psychic damage. And I'm. 23. I Specifically aiming for that purple glow to try mm -hmm. to uh, hit an eye. I'm, I'm right. always looking for weak points. You see the knife going flying through the air and you hear the sound of like, everyone roll for initiative and then let me know your numbers. That's a dirty 20. Ooh. 17. Five. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay with that. I appreciate you just had your slow motion Bellatrix moment of throwing the knife and then like all hell just breaks loose around yep. you. He's like, ah. Yep. Well, that the, the dead don't travel fast. I got four. Four. <laughs> oh man, even C2D2 rolled higher than you. Yeah, yeah you know. It hurts. <laughs> I, I am okay with all of the good rolls I had until that moment. If that's the one, I'm, I'm okay with this. All right. Still getting used so. to your necrotized limbs. Okay, we can just, we can just put some WD-40 on it. You'll be fine. A little stiff. As the blade um, like sort of goes cutting through the air and you notice one of the stalks like stops glowing and almost falls like sliced off at the root. It's it's beautiful and it's completely removed. Uh, freely, mm -hmm. you're next. M my turn. I spring up. Mm -hmm. Hexblade's curse. And mm -hmm. I'm like, no, no. I'm the one you want. And I hit her with compel duel. Okay. So she needs to make a wisdom 14 save. All right. I got a 13. Hey, well, I don't know if she's got a bonus. Is that enough? <laughs> no, that was with the bonus. Oh, hey. So compel duel. She basically wants to fight me. Okay. Uh, has disadvantage if she tries to hit anybody that is not me. And she okay. has to make another wisdom save to try and move more than 30 feet away from me. Okay, perfect. But what if uh, one of us attacks her? As as far as I know, it has no no impact. Uh, well, I'm about to put the put the text of it here for us. Okay. Did you? Um, I must. It's it's me. I have to stay on her. Uh, oh, wait a second. Oh, okay. Wait. The spell ends if I attack you, or if a, a friendly creature damages the target. That's okay. That's all right. If you guys if you guys hit her, it'll break it. But that's all right. At least if she acts before you, she's going to want mm -hmm. to come after me. So mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. do you tell us this in the psychic link so that we can at least be aware of what's going on? Honestly, I'd tell you freely doesn't know. He's just like, no, I'm okay. the one you want. And you like, like, like he glows. <laughs> yeah. and she probably looks at him like you. Yeah. You are the one that I want. <laughs> right. to, yeah, to it do. is you. I'm like, it was me the entire time. <laughs> yeah. That's uh yeah. But <laughs> then that that's that's it for me. <laughs> and that's actually exactly what happens. Um, the giant spider creature, which has a couple of different attacks that it does, because it's kind of made up of four different creatures. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. Uh, we have a good homebrew. Yes. Mm -hmm. So, oh, wait, no, my bad. Hold up. I'm supposed to roll a D6. Oh, I rolled a six. So you see like as, so now that it's, it's butt is, 
<laughs> stop calling that uh, kind of like spread open. You see it like kind of start to collapse in on itself again after that initial gush of pollen. And um, the creature kind of pulls itself up into its full length. And now you see that this giant bloom um, that's like probably about twice the size of Freely, closer to four times the width. And like I'm describing it in Freely dimensions. It's like two and sure. a half it's Freely's like two and tall and, a half freelies versus and four, four Freely's yeah. wide. Yeah. No, Freely's for scale. How many square Freely's is the cave right now? <laughs> <laughs> it is a valid system of measurement, okay? I'm very tall for a half length. I always want to learn about the metric. Freelies. I want to learn about the metric Freely system. It's great. <laughs> It's true. And uh, you see the rest of its body now come up. And sure enough, you do notice there are like multiple kind of like fronds and vines that form up. It's three legs on each side, not four, because it's not, you know, quite a proper spider. And then it like leans up and you see its back now. And it's mm -hmm. covered in almost like that same moss that the that the villager described, but also like these large spiny protrusions. And you see its head kind of come up at a very like unnatural strange angle and you see its mouth open <sighs> and sure enough you do see that it had like two giant of those purple flowers as its eyes and one of them has been shorn off and no longer glows with that ethereal light it's kind of hanging off of one stalk at, at a, a very uh disgusting angle with some like uh, sap and ooze coming from from where it was more securely attached at one point as it stretches its back needles come spraying out of it let's see six needles come out however it cannot attack the same target more than twice so two of these will come at you freely but then mm -hmm. the other ones will hit other people but they will be at a disadvantage so your thing was pr pretty useful so let's see i'm ready let's do it <laughs> Six attacks. I got a 21. That is enough. However, I'm going to throw my shield up, which makes my AC 22. <laughs> okay, perfect. <laughs> yeah, so that one okay. gets glanced okay. away. And mm -hmm. then I got a 19. Mm -hmm. And then does the 19 hit? Oh, no, it's 22 currently. Okay, perfect. So both of the both of the needles hit against your shield <laughs> and then like kind of crack. Mm -hmm. Well, you got to have to do better than that. <laughs> Two go flying at uh, Callie. Okay. Which I got an 11 with the disadvantage. That'll miss. And then I got a 14 with disadvantage. That'll miss. Okay. And then one will go flying at C2D2 since she is in combat position, which I got a 13 with disadvantage. So that one will hit. However, oh. it only does a D4 of damage. So it only did one. <laughs> Wait, I'm not supposed to tell you that. It's okay. I told you anyway. True. A glancing <laughs> blow. A glancing blow. You see it go zinging by C2D2 and then like kind of bonk off of her uh, sort of like very sturdy armor. And the last one's going to go towards Averin. Rolling with uh, 18. You are very lucky that I at this advantage because on my first one, I got a nat 20. Oh! Uh, <laughs> uh... <laughs> I, Sometimes they die twice. I'm so sad that I don't get to use it. Oh, it's all right. There's probably more attacks coming. Don't worry. Sure. They, don't worry. There'll be plenty of opportunities. <laughs> all right. So that's one of my attacks. The second one, it doesn't hit. I, I don't think a 16 is going to hit. All right. So needles go flying out. They don't really do a whole lot. And then it's going to attack with its raking vine. Mm -hmm. which Freely's AC is currently uh, 22. 22. Mm -hmm. This also has a reach of 10 feet. And I mm -hmm. believe you're within 10 feet. Yeah. Right? Okay. 
And I'm like, you tell me, but I'm not not within 10 feet. So <laughs> yeah, sure. It misses. Mm-hmm. And then it is Sophia's turn, who is, is still invisible. Uh, Sophia reveals herself and she's got her staff in hand and says, are you surprised to see me? And she shakes up a vial of rancid green sludge and pours it into her staff and sprays mm-hmm. ray of sickness. Okay. And she rolled a 25 to hit. That hits. With 14 damage. So was this raid of sickness? Ray of sickness. Ah, uh, I tried. Sickness comes pouring over this creature's back and you see some of the moss kind of shrivel up underneath it. Um, then it is C2D2's turn. You see like a hatch on her back open and you see like pop, pop, like one of the little uh, spider mines that um, your father described kind of comes out. It is a smaller version of her. I love it. It also has four legs. So it goes pop and then it goes pop as its four legs deploy and it scuttles forward. And it also has like two uh, dingle hoppers on its head to like help orient itself. Except instead of two eyes, it has one eye. And it this is, is suddenly very appropriate. It's very, very meta. <laughs> it is going to deploy directly at the spider. However, it's going to hit, but it's going to do some AOE damage, which unfortunately isn't going to hit freely. But the angle she deploys it at is going to hit one of the deep gnomes that is like standing oh. on either side. Mm. She doesn't exactly understand the concept of collateral damage yet. This has no not too. been programmed as her primary function. Nope. But hey, she's going to liberate the deep gnome. So there you go. GG. <laughs> she's, she needs to learn to leave them alive to be liber- liberated. There will be talks. She's freeing him from his flesh prison. You stop it. <laughs> <laughs> no, that should be a much more, <laughs> a much more reg- regulated process. Oh my I just, gosh. I just thought of an entire prison made out of flesh and I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's Hellraiser. You see it like explode almost like in a purple funfetti. Um, it does like this concussive damage. It sends the spider like reeling off to one side with its like uh, blast. It destabilizes her in some ways. And it sends the deep mom that's like kind of standing on one side of her flying the other way, knocking him out cold. He does not move after oh. the blast hits him. And with that, it is, well, it was that villager's turn. He's going to make a death save. I didn't think she was gonna, I rolled really well on my D6s. In the psychic link, I'm going to say that was very well deployed. You might want to be a little more careful about which side we're trying to save our family right now. Can anyone get over to that specific person? And then the other gnome on the other side kind of like jogs awake almost as though uh, like he's waking up from a thing and he lunges towards Freely. However, Freely, I believe you have Sanctuary on you still. Sanctuary and my shield is still up. Okay. The shield is up until the start of my next turn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think he's going to hit you. Especially I mean, He can roll sanctuary. a 20. You'll never know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, Sanctuary, he gets disadvantage. Or no, he has to make a willpower save, a wisdom saving throw. Yep, uh, yep. 13 or higher. Mm-hmm. I got a 15. <laughs> what a messed up thing. You can only fight me, but you can't fight me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, he only rolled a 10, so he completely misses you. Um, I, feel, like, I feel like if he swings at me and I just like step shovel. out of the way, I'm like, come on, yeah. man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He comes at you almost drunkenly, you know, a little bit <laughs> and like misses you and almost like stumbles over himself a little bit, like with the swing. It's very clumsy. And then you see, oh gosh, um, make a, so this is going to be for Callie. Actually, no, because it's a stench. 
So it probably would not work on creatures that can't smell. So this is just going to be for Freely. For Freely and Sophia's. Make a DC 14 constitution saving throw as this like, as it's like back thoracic air, not Ooh. thoracic. I wish I knew the word for a spider butt. And There's I a sphincter. There's a sphincter. I used to know this stuff and I big old, I, big old spider booty. I'm not even gonna look. I could Google the it The flower and like opens up again and like lets out like a like a weird sighing sound out of it. Mm. Death stench. Mm -hmm. I rolled a 17. I also got Perfect. 17. <laughs> out, of its, awesome. out of its spinnerets or like, its ab abdomen. I'm like Briv Briv used to do that. Briv used to do much worse. So as it lets out this like uh, noxious fume, um, really you manage to steal yourself and um, it's awful. It burns your nose. It doesn't smell good, but you, you manage to like kind of get through it and you say like Briv used to do worse. <laughs> you're, you've got this. Sophia, same deal. You're like, oh, I've cooked stuff that worse is, smells worse than this and you, nothing happens. However, the gnome... <laughs> <laughs> he is not immune to it. It also hits him, the one that like took a lunge at you. And as it does, um, he is incapacitated. Okay. Which is pretty lucky for you. And then it is, are we back at the top of the round? No, we're not. Then it's Callie's turn. Avrin hasn't acted. And yeah, Callie, yeah, Callie hasn't, hasn't either. Yeah. Oh, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Callie's got yeah. better initiative than me. Also, Barely. that joke that joke that you made, Lauren, the rate of sickness was pure gold. I, I heard it. <laughs> I acknowledge it. And that is the official new name of that spell. <laughs> I just thought because spiders. All right. Um, there is nothing that Callie can do for this deep gnome that is unconscious over on the side. Mm -hmm. And she knows that she's not built for, uh, she's built to kill, not to heal, but she will in the psychic link. Should someone make sure that he is okay. And I will produce both of my knives and throw them again. Okay. So, uh, first one is going to be a dirty 20 to hit. That hits. Awesome. That one, I get sneak attack on 25 psychic damage. Okay, perfect. And I am trying to aim for that other eye because she is all about the precision. Mm. Um, the bonus action hit is going to be 24 to hit. Okay, that also hits. That will only do six psychic damage. Um, and I will move. See, so the one is incapacitated that's near freely and the other one is kind of off to the side, not moving, but I don't know mm -hmm. how bad they are. Basically, um, you saw the stench hit him and he like dropped to the floor. Okay. And the three in the cage are still in the cage. Do I see anyone else yet? The other four, I'm waiting on four of them to come rushing out of somewhere. <laughs> are they anywhere? Um, you hear some like motion in the reeds behind you. Okay. I would like to move so that I am not in, assuming something is coming out from behind me and going to head towards the spider. I want to just angle around mm -hmm. so that they don't come barreling into me and maybe okay. they don't see me. Uh, okay. I can't actively hide, but I just kind of want to move around. Perfect. Yeah. And then I'm done. I think I've got an idea of where you're at. Then the, let's see. You said you aimed for the eye. That's what I was trying for. Yeah. Go for that. Yeah. Other eye. The eye like, you know, takes all this, like the one of your blades goes like soaring through this like creature's head and it hurts. Um, you know, you, you hear it give out that same like, ah, ah, 
And then the other blade comes flying through and hits like this other purple, you know, one of its like purple stalks, um, which it just like any spider, it has like multiple <laughs> on its face, but two very large prominent ones as it comes like flying through, like you almost see like the flower, like retract a little bit and wince. And then it attempts to like turn itself around, which is quite an endeavor in and of itself um, because it is so large. Now, Freely, you'll have to remind me, how does the movement, as long as it doesn't move 30 feet away from you? Now that she's damaged, it is broken. So she, oh, okay. she's, she's free to do as she will now. <laughs> she's kind of just rotating anyway. Um, she rotates around and her the curled up eye opens again. And uh, she... Let's see. I think only Freely and Averin are in melee range. Am I correct in that? Mm -hmm. I mean, I was close enough for her to swing at me. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. I just want to make sure. I think Sophia's is at range and so is Callie. So you see the eye open and one like very strange tentacle comes out and smacks out at Averin. It lashes at you twice. Okay. With a 14. Whoa. It's a, a 22. Uh, 22 hits. Okay, um, with that, you take five necrotic damage as this like tentacle kind of like reeks itself across your face and you feel your flesh kind of give way. But it's a comforting feeling given your new uh, sort of state of being. <laughs> and then it is your turn. This monster is now facing you and you see that it almost bears like an upside down smile. And as you're looking at it, you realize that at one point this was its own creature it almost looks like there's a human torso that's attached to like the rest of this like plant-like creature that's hanging upside down with its mouth open and that the flowers have bloomed from the chest cavity as well as like from where the, the normal human eyes used to be. Oh, pretty. The whole time I'm watching like all of this combat happen and I'm not moving or even breathing or blinking. And I imagine mm -hmm. there's like a fly just crawling on one of my eyes and then it like flies <laughs> off. As I'm watching all of this happen in like yeah. slow motion. <laughs> I just walk up uh, to it. Why are you like this? <laughs> I don't know by committee. I, I okay, here we go. <laughs> I, I uh I take I, I swing my greatsword and using my bonus action, I very specifically channel form of the dead. As a bonus action, I transform myself. Suddenly all my flesh becomes hollow. My teeth become like canines. My eyes glow reddish. I almost look like some twisted lich-like vampire uh, mm -hmm. spectral form for a minute. And I get a bunch of temporary hit points. And I do extra damage. I'm going to hit it with, try to hit it with my greatsword. Okay. And uh, it's like this horrible, blackened, burned, rusty greatsword with mm -hmm. notches in it. Do you aim for the face? I am trying to aim for any of it. Okay. But uh, I would like to get the face. Totally. Okay. Yeah, I'm feeling like an 11 is going to miss. <laughs> Unfortunately, yes. Yeah, that hurts me deep down. Uh, how about a 17? A 17 does hit. Okay, awesome. I feel like when he misses with the first one, I'm like, no, sink your legs. You got to get under the sword. Under the sword, hey, Brent. <laughs> I take none of that advice. <laughs> but you did hit the second time. <laughs> so I do, okay. Initially, I, I'm going to do Eldritch Smite on top of, so that's 11 points of damage at first with a great sword. Mm -hmm. And I get, a, I'm use, turning it all into necrotic damage, which is like a, an ability thing. And second, so it's 11 plus four. That's a total of 15. And now I'm going to do the, other, the Eldritch Smite. Okay. So 15, someone remember that for me because this math is hard for me. 
All right. So 15 plus 21. Of, 21. So 36. Yeah. 36 points of damage. Perfect. And I'm just going to channel all of this necrotic energy that comes right out of my kind of weirdly spectral skeleton form right through the greatsword as I plunge it into it. Mm -hmm. The hit connects and you see, you know, your sword goes through her and uh, or like what remained of like the human torso that's like kind of dangling in front of you. And um, as you pull it out, you just see like all types of little aphids and, and little mites come crawling out as it like sighs again, like in this like very strange, like chest rattly type of way, like someone who has a puncture in their lung, just like, <sighs> and uh, nope, 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 nope. With that, it's going to, it's its turn again. It swings around and opens its um behind <laughs> it's I, told one you, more time. I, I said spinneret i threw it out there <laughs> yeah it's spinneret it opens its flower-like spinneret somehow and that's worse yeah yeah, it's, it's, yeah, yeah. no that's that's you, you made it worse <laughs> <laughs> we can't win i've got a, i love it all though there we go i've got an 18 does that hit me you Avery? yeah yeah totally okay so as it hits it almost like it's like you see the flower open almost like in an alluring fashion. And for a moment, it almost looks appealing to you. And then it closes as it does. You are restrained. You have total cover from attacks and other effects. However, you're going to take, let's see. And then, oh, I rolled really poorly. That's okay. 12 acid damage at the start of your turn until okay, you escape. At the, at the start of my turn. Mm -hmm. Okay. And you're in here and it feels very, uh, almost like comforting. It feels comfortable and appealing. Um, and you're kind of on the inside of what is the equivalent of a Dracera or like a Venus flytrap. So this... freely you, you see, like you saw its face dangling, then you saw it turn around and so now you see like Averin kind of like Averin's there and then he's not, you see him like kind of engulfed and you just see the, the closed pod in front of you again. Uh, going to die in this one day? Uh, unless you uh, wanted to do something else, Todd. Yeah, like uh, the, the, that constituted an attack, right? Yes. Okay, I hate being a warlock sometimes. Okay, so I got two spell slots. I'm going to try to do Hellish Rebuke. Yes, you can do that. That won't get you out of the restraint. But no, you no, 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 no. Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> I'm just setting the world on fire around me because that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Uh, it needs to make a dexterity uh, saving throw versus 15. Versus 15. It's not yeah. that dexterous. God, I hope not. I'm inside of it. <laughs> the butt did eat you. I rolled a literal one. <laughs> oh. The butt will humble you. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, oh, somebody fed this thing Chipotle. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Hashtag Chipotle. 24 points of fire damage from Hellish Rebuke. You hear it like, you know, you feel the, the flower portion of this thing kind of like tightened down around you and you hear it's like angry voice and be like you know you'll pay for that as it like tightens in around you but it also like reels and damage and you can feel every tendril inside this thing because there are tendrils this is like a hairy flower if you can imagine that kind of quiver and clench as you <laughs> as you burn it freely you just saw Avery disappear in front of you I, I hope mean, you enjoy it burns on the way down FYI <laughs> Well, as much as I would love to see him entombed in a apparently flaming spider plant butt for all eternity, uh, can 
can I reach the part of the flower that that he's in? Like, I mean, it's, I it's actually that... currently facing you because she turned around again. Oh, well, mm -hmm. uh, I've already rolled. So the lowest I got was a 21. Is that enough to hit? Yes. I'm like, spit him out. Boom. And I smite for 27. And I'm for like, 27. spit him out. Boom. Also for 27. Oh, wow. So <laughs> as these attacks hit, you see like the flower kind of flop open dead. As it does, Avern is still like completely covered in this like acidic goop, but he is now free of it, if that makes sense. You won't continue to take damage at the start of your turns. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I'll I get that, I'll like, look I'll get over that freely with my unblinking eyes as acid <laughs> stripping off of them. Just, how'd you manage to make that even weirder? What? Um, that's, uh, and I actually, I sort of circle away from him so that if she's going to like turn and look at me, she won't be looking at him. So whatever okay. motion I can kind of get to my right, Mm -hmm. then like boom boom and then like move yeah um, yeah yeah so like you notice the flower like i said kind of flops open and like releases Avery, and you notice it doesn't close again like it kind of just falls its petals like kind of limp not holding themselves up anymore like a plant that hasn't been watered in a long time and she doesn't do a complete about face uh you notice like the back half of her isn't moving quite like it used to but you do one of her legs does shoot out at you i rolled a 23? Uh, yeah, that's. I was going to see if I was going to put my shield up, but 23 would hit anyway. So yes, okay. uh, yeah, I'll take it. I just thought you were dramatically posing. I mean, I'm not above that. Y'all know how I am. Yeah. She hits been awesome for anyway. 11, 15 piercing damage. I'm going to hellish rebuke. I'm a hellish rebuke her though. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> uh, so she needs to beat a dex 14. A dex 14. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Our last one was the one. This one is an eight. So that's a 10. Yeah, she misses. Uh, and I get her for 16 points of fire damage. 16 points of fire damage. She reels one of her legs. You see it like kind of crawl back from you. One of these like rakish vines crawls back from you. One of the six that she has and it kind of like curls in on itself as it like is engulfed with your flames. And then it is Sophia's turn. Evelyn, I'm sorry. This is going to sting a little bit. And she says, what do you mean? Oh, <laughs> well, she just waves her hand and says, uh, sanitatum. And I know that is a holy word, but this will heal you for eight, give or take. No, 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 I don't need anything. I'm fine. I'm okay. I'm okay. Hold up. Hold up. I'm okay. You, you cast it. Yes. Okay. <laughs> How am I? Are you casting healing word? Healing word. Yeah. Are you, I think you only took, did you take 12 damage from the acid? I said like five. Oh, okay. So you get topped off. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Uh, do you want to do anything else on your turn, Sophia's? I do. Mm -hmm. She pulls out a long snake-like intestine and uh, stretches it from one end of her bow to the other okay. and directs it at this beast. She rolled a 23 to hit. Okay. That does hit. Um, this is acid arrow and, uh, with 14 damage. and acid arrow is a cantrip, right? No, it's a spell. Uh, you can only cast one spell per turn. So you can do a spell and a cantrip, an unleveled spell. That's my oh, understanding of the rules. The, the healing word was a bonus. Yeah, but that's uh, a but leveled spell. Yeah, but it's yeah. a leveled spell. It's a leveled spell. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well then I will stick to the, the healing of Avern. You can still cast a cantrip though. 
Yeah, you can cast a damaging cantrip. It just, it can't be a leveled spell. In that case, she lifts a glass uh, full of green liquid from her belt, removes a circular utensil, and blows an acid bubble at the target. Okay. As the bubble drifts and rotates, putrid suds fall into the ground, eating away at whatever surface it touches. Perfect. She casts Acid Splash. Acid Splash. Go ahead and roll damage. Okay. That's a 14. A 14 to hit? Or is it? It's a deck save of 14 for her. Ah, okay. A deck save. I rolled a three. My deck saves have been so bad. Oh, darn. You got to get back. You guys start using those D&D Beyond Digital Dice. I know. (laughs) I feel like the digital dice lie to me, though. I I feel like your dice are lying to you right now. I know. All the dice lie. Maybe I'm just bad luck. It's okay. She fails her deck save, so she takes 1d6 damage. Go ahead and roll damage. All right. The damage was 14. Okay. Perfect. I realized I forgot to include my divine favor, so it's just that kind of day. Um, Womp womp. It's all right. I'll get to hit her again. I'm sure we'll get another chance. Wait, how does it deal 14 damage? Because uh, I'm actually a 2d6 plus 3. For Acid Splash? Yeah. Yeah, she's level She's uh, level 5. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Same with my Eldritch uh, Blast. Alchem- right. Alchemist yeah. gets this, bo- this bonus. You're yeah. right. You're yeah, right. when you okay. reach level 5, you get 2d6. Perfect. So you deal 14 damage to it? Yep. Amazing. You see like the the... The acids start to chew away at some of these like bony, not bony, uh, barky uh, needle protrusions on its back. And and once again, some of that moss starts to like slough off and you start to see it sink into its like fleshy skin. And then it is C2D2's turn. Um, this time she launches another spider mine that once again putters down like her and waddles towards the enemy with great expediency. Slightly better aimed this time. <laughs> it's perfectly aimed, but I rolled a one, a two, and a two on three d six. All right. <laughs> you know what? My this one is faulty. Learning. It kind of putters forward and goes, <laughs> and then you're like, "Did it go off? Is it a dud?" And then the entire little bot explodes, and the shrapnel goes everywhere, dealing five damage uh, to the giant flower spider creature. And with that, it is. Um, ah, yes, the creature's turn. So it reaches out another one of its legs and grabs one unsecured dead humanoid within 10 feet of it. So it grabs one of the gnomes that's on the floor in front of it and stuffs the corpse like sort of into its like chest cavity that opens and it stuffs it inside. Let's see. Well, crab slops. That's going to be a problem. (laughs) And as it does so, you see it kind of like start to like reconstitute some of itself as it slowly starts to like engulf this creature inside of itself. It regains 10 hit points. (laughs) I rolled really poorly. And then after that, it is your turn, Callie. So Callie had moved into a position and created one of her knives and this happens and she gets very angry because she was trying to save her her friends and family and everybody mm-hmm. and throws the knife and I'd rolled the attack <laughs> before you described what had happened. Mm-hmm. I rolled a natural 20. So oh, I took a picture. Oh, wow. wow. This is perfect. Yeah. So I'm yeah. about to do a lot of damage. Yes. <laughs> I love so, it. Yeah. So here we go. Oh, someone wins. Yeah. 
And someone wins a legendary bundle. And someone wins a legendary bundle. But I promise you, we're happier than you were. Let's hear it for dramatically appropriate damage. Yeah, seriously. (laughs) That's 29 psychic damage. 29 psychic damage on the first hit. There's still one more hit, isn't there? There is, although it won't be nearly as impressive. So yeah, she's she's upset that she lost one of her psychic blade goes tearing along back through that dead flower up its back and through its head in a beautiful like clear line and kelly is not the kind of being to uh expose anything you know or say anything to anyone Mm -hmm. that she's she's just trying to kill this thing as quickly as possible Mm -hmm. uh so her second attack is an 18 okay that hits uh and that will only be eight psychic damage as she throws a second knife okay the second one flies, but it doesn't fly all the way through like the first one does. It like, you know, kind of nips through one of those side legs, those one of those viney protrusions that this creature sits on. And then um, uh, mm-hmm. for my movement, I want to move all the way up to the uh, the deep gnome that is currently unconscious on the ground. And she wants to stand over them to make sure that doesn't happen again. Okay, perfect. And I'll be done. And with that, it is Averin's turn. Oh, God. Uh, all right. I am co- covered in standing goo. there, covered in goo. <laughs> yeah, not even moving. Like it's dis- disconcerting how little he moves the entire time, while everyone is like dancing around and throwing psychic knives and and throwing acid bubbles. And Aaron's just like, cool. I'm just going to try to hit it with a weapon attack. I am out of spell slots, so okay. I am going to sorry hit the hit the wrong dice. It is a dirty twenty. That hits for the first one, a 22. Both of those hit. Okay, so first hit is gonna be a nine, that's without the additional necrotic, Mm -hmm. and then another nine, so it's 18. And then I will roll two d6s for those two attacks, so 18 plus four, so 22 points of damage. 22 points of damage. This thing reels as your greatsword meets with it again. And almost in a desperate sort of like, like last, I don't know, the the last clutch at keeping itself alive freely, it closes down its vines on you and attempts to pull you closer. Let's see, make a, I guess you can choose. You can make a strength. Well, it would be a strength. Make a strength saving throw. You're aiming for a 15. That is a natural 20. Oh my God. <laughs> Way to go. So <laughs> boss battle epicness. Mm-hmm. With a nat 20, instead of you pulling or being pulled towards the creature, you not only like manage to keep your footing, <clears throat> but you manage to rip this like vine clear off this creature <sighs> and like throw it on the ground. This is the same vine that was like digging into and dealt you 15 damage before. Um, it gets completely removed. The 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 creature is like in its death throes. It lets out an exasperated sigh and tries to do for its second attack another needle volley. Let's see how many needles it has left. It only has three attacks this time. Mm-hmm. And let's see. I think we'll just say, I'm trying to think. On a, <laughs> oh, well, perfect. There's four of you. I feel like that's a fair way to determine who it would attack. So it aims for Averin, uh, Sophias, and Averin a second time. So the first one is an 11, which I think misses you, Averin. Yeah. 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 ACA 18. The second one is a 19. That hits. 
And the last one is a 20, a dirty 20. The, are those all at me or? Um, two. two are at you and then one is at Sophia's. Yeah, second one hit me for sure. Okay. So we'll have one hit Sophia's and one hits you. And they deal so many dice to roll. Four damage and six damage, respectively. As these needles come flying out of its back, you know, one hits you square in the shoulder, Averin. The other one like clips you on the calf, Sophia's, as it like lets out this like, you know, almost like in desperation, this weird like, like stretch from its back as these needles come shooting out of its mossy burned, acid burned back. Uh, Freely, it is your turn. So I already rolled. Uh huh. <laughs> and I watch all of this happen and I watch her eat the gnome and all of this. And I'm like, well, we said we'd get you out of this cave. <sighs> Green flame blade. And I got another natural 20. What? <laughs> wow. For 52 points of damage. What? <laughs> <laughs> The green flame blade cuts straight through her, cutting her cleanly in half. The front half of her falls away from this large, ugly flower that made up the back half of her. And you just see her almost burst into like a swarm of like, like once again, aphids and small little bugs and mites that were like holding her together that almost seemed to form her lifeblood. And immediately the thick miasma that was present in this room, like this great humidity almost clears as she lets out one last sigh and the light fades from her eyes, her many spidery flowery eyes. I immediately, when I see bugs and stuff, it's like Eldritch Blast. Yeah. <laughs> C2D2 scuttles forward and says, it looks like our mission was successful. That was very impressive for a flesh creature. I just look at her for a second and look at Avery and I'm like, where'd you even get a great sword? <laughs> I was married with that, actually. You weren't around back then. Avery, how many more days must we stick around in order to see your next form? Uh, hopefully never, ever again. Yeah. Because in the, in the week and a half that I've been with you, I've now seen three. So I'm assuming in a couple of days, we're going to see another one. Yeah. That's a mood. And no, you're not. Okay. If you insist. And I would like to, um, try to rouse the gnome that I've been protecting and then start mm -hmm. looking for the four that we're missing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'll, sp I'll spare the dying on that one. So <laughs> I'm out of spell slots. There's not much <laughs> I can do to help him, but I'm like, but you won't die. Hey, that literally the... was my last spell slot. That I just yeah. dropped on it. Spare the you dying is no joke. To so. save almost all of the villagers, except for one. Mm. Um, and you return to your father's home, Callie, successfully, having uh, achieved everything you needed to achieve. He thanks you from the bottom of his heart. Oh, Callie, it's so nice to know that I can still rely on you in my old age. Always. Uh, and certainly I did not do this alone. Uh, my friends and my new sister helped a lot. I, I he nods like at think, all of you in turn. I would like to think that I am deadly on my own, but I am not sure if this is something that I could have taken care of alone. You see Sophia's running to the kitchen really quickly as if she's up to something. Sophia's is always up to something. <laughs> And as the party uh, hits level six hey. and uh, celebrates their newly gotten EXP and hopefully maybe some type of newly gotten uh, reward from the townsfolk, uh, two things happen. You hear a cart start to pull into town uh, and you hear a very familiar voice call out, Freely, come quickly. I believe I need your help. Uh, 
Did I get a chance to rest first? Or is this like fresh out of this? Because he comes out <laughs> no, with like no, no, this no. giant gas across <laughs> yeah. his chest. It's like, yeah. yeah, yeah, no, 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 I'm good. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> Freely sighs. Oh, no, not this again. And that's where we'll leave our adventure party for tonight. But uh, before we cut away, we see something happen across the world. We go up several miles past all the caverns and the rocks up to the ocean. And then we pan over the beautiful city that all of this started in, the beautiful city by the ocean. And we keep going deep into the woods, back into the into that like, you know, nice loamy wood where we met those awful rednecks and that overturned cart and deeper still to a large muddied river. And there sits a goblin, a small goblin child poking at the dirt, mud on her face, very sadly, pouting almost. And uh, you hear her say, like, you know, you see like almost like tracks coming down her cheeks against like the mud and the dirt. And it seems as though she's been crying as she pokes angrily at the mud. And uh, you hear a voice say to her very gently, why are we crying, my dear? I have called so many times and I need more power to protect everybody. But now when I call, nothing happens. And it's just, I have a job and now I can't do anything new. And sometimes my old spells don't even work anymore. And I just don't feel like he cares anymore. We're not even connected because it's like when I call, I go straight to voicemails. And you see a hand reach out and very gently touch the cheek. And it is a pale hand with, with white, long nails that look almost ethereal in nature, and it glows. And the voice says gently, I can give you power more than you can imagine. Daisy pulls away, and she says, well, no, because I don't talk to strangers like that. And you're really pretty at all, but that's a stranger danger. That's a hard no from me, Miss Bab. And the voice says to her, well, how about I give you a gift and you give me a gift? And then we won't be strangers anymore. And that's where we will end today's episode. Oh, no, don't do it, Daisy. <laughs> do it, Daisy. Do it. Do it. Do it, Daisy. Gonna do it. She's, a, she's a disaster yes. goblin. Listen, yeah. listen, Averin has has betrayed you and left you. You need to go get power somewhere else. <laughs> Callie is all for she'll this. Be, she'll be like 30 in three days. So Callie is <laughs> 100% for grabbing power and the ability to protect yourself wherever you need. I'm I'm still playing this character right now. And Callie is like somewhere. Callie has no idea what's going on. But Callie feels very proud of Daisy right now. <laughs> but you have to tell us how Lauren feels. Lauren, thank you so much for playing with us today. Who are you? Where can people find you? I'm Lauren Urban. I'm the community manager for D&D Beyond. I am so happy to be here. Thank you. <laughs> Todd. Uh, I'm Todd Kenrick. I am the creative manager and also constantly shifting. Uh, and also uh, we got it's D&D Beyond's anniversary is this Saturday. We're going to have some awesome streams and we're going to be celebrating and it's going to be awesome. We're just going to play games. And thank you so much for all of these players and our wonderful DM Jasmine for putting up with all our chicanery and my chicanery in particular. Megan. I'm Megan Kenrick. You can find me on most social media platforms at Megan Kenrick. And also in that final scene, I was hoping to make a cornucopia of comfort food for Callie here and cast Presta Digitation so that she can finally taste food. 
It still wouldn't work because she wouldn't have the machinery to process it. Because press the dissertation I was, I know, can like I wasn't sure yeah. if it would work or not, but that's what I was up to. <laughs> it will totally work. I just need you to eat it and then describe in great detail what you're enjoying. I will do that. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you. <laughs> and uh B Dave. Uh B Dave Walters, I say words about things. Uh you can catch me somewhere seven days a week, including in 15 minutes running Outbreak Undead on the Hunters Entertainment Twitch. Oh so my there gosh. you go. That's uh, that's how I operate. So yeah, uh, at B Dave Walters. We'll be sure to let you go then so you can mm-hmm. maybe get a snack or some water and stuff. It was worth it for the game. glory. It was worth it. For the crit, the crit kill, the, for the crit, crit kill that on my last freaking spell slot, and I was <laughs> keeping it for shield because I was like, she took half my hit points in one hit, and I yeah. was like, I was like, green flame blade, green flame blade, roll. Oh, okay, no. <laughs> <laughs> Very yep. nice. I loved mm-hmm. it. Super clutch. And I'm that bronze girl. You can find me on Twitch and on Twitter. Uh, I make stuff and I talk about things. That's me. Thank you so much for joining us every Tuesday. Uh, I appreciate all of you who tune in. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. Love you all. Bye. Bye. Silver and Steel features Jasmine Bueller as Dungeon Master with players B. Dave Walters, Megan Kenrick, Todd Kenrick, and Lauren Urban. This podcast is pulled from our live stream, which airs on Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Pacific on twitch.tv slash dndbeyond. It's produced by William Box in association with dndbeyond. Find out more at dndbeyond.com.